Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, and welcome back to On The Line with me, Estée Lalonde. Today, we are talking to my friend Christine, who is the co-founder of BioCall Labs. BioCall Labs is a natural pharmaceutical company, and it was originally founded back in 1977. So this company is really cool because it offers plant-based remedies for digestion, stress, tiredness, and even something for a hangover, yes. I met Christine last summer through a mutual friend and I was so interested in her company, so I thought she'd be a great guest for the podcast today. Before we get into the episode, I have to apologize for some audio issues. I was having some technical problems with my microphones. I hope it's not too annoying for you. This conversation was so interesting. I didn't want to waste this episode, so let's begin. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So Christine, we actually met through our mutual friend, Lucy, who is Rafiki, the Greyhound's mom. Isn't that true? 
That's very true. I think about a year ago, right? What? Yeah. Oh my, that was not a year ago. Last summer? Last summer. Yeah. Oh my God, time flies when you're having fun. So I saw on your website that you only, like your website is really easy to use as well. I just have to say that, but it was <laughs> talking about the ingredients yeah. and it was like, we only use plants. Yeah. So like that's, you only use plants? It's not just plants. So it's plants, it's vitamins, um, but natural compounds. Um, what you can find normally in the pharmaceutical industry is a lot of chemicals or just replication of the compounds of a herbal extract. We actually go back to what pharmaceutical really was many, many centuries ago, which is just like using herbal extracts and plant um, properties to create a product that helps people. Was it always called BioCol Labs? The actual name of the company, well, yeah, it's, it was called BioCol but without the labs. So we, for us, we added labs. So how did that work? How did, how did you, so you started dating your boyfriend. Yeah. He's the grandson. Yeah. Was he always involved in the business? No, not at all. Um, he was not involved in the business. We started dating 10 years ago now, actually. Um, he you need to have a great anniversary party. Yeah, totally. <laughs> actually, it's going to be next January. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so we started dating. We met in London. Um, we then moved around in the world. We moved to China. Um, we worked there. And I think about yeah three years ago, we decided we're going to Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, to join Is he the Portuguese? Fa- he's Portuguese. Okay. Um, to join the family business. And yeah, and that was really the beginning of the journey. It was super exciting. And... I was super passionate about the whole background and the knowledge within the company and but no one really brought that out um so yeah we joined the company and really created what you can see now so when you joined the company it was still a functioning business and where were they selling the products and did the packaging look like this or no it like totally different so the company it's a manufacturer so they manufacture everything from a to z they the only thing we don't do in the manufacturing plant is extract the plant extracts Mm -hmm. um so we buy them but everything else, the formulation, the development of the product, the testing of products and the manufacturing we do in-house mm-hmm. and as well the, the design we did in-house. But when we came in, the products were there. They were selling a lot to Morocco, to Iran, to Iraq, to Spain, but always to a professional, mm-hmm. um, always to a pharmacist, to a hospital, to a doctor, but never really to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so the packaging looked accordingly. No one really cared about it um, because it was not relevant and it was not important. And we looked at all the, the product offer they had and the problems they were treating. And we said, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, we have all these problems, but we don't go to pharmacies um, and we don't understand that language and the products, how they are. They just don't look appealing to us. And on top, you don't sell in places where we would go and buy products. Um, So that's really what we changed. We started selling in hotels. That's really where you have problems, for example, in an online shop, in concept stores. um, And of course, we changed the entire packaging to make it really simple for people like us who are not professionals to understand what the product does, what it's good for, and what's inside. So when you approached his family and you were like right we're gonna take we're gonna take over right now we're gonna redo this hand it over what was their reaction now to be honest I love them they are amazing and they're very 
they're very open to new things and to change. So we didn't, the family business is still working the way it was working before. We just added something else to it. I see. Um, so it was not that we came in and we said, okay, whatever you did, it's not relevant anymore because it's still relevant and they still do amazing things. And um, we just wanted to add a, la a layer that was relevant for right. the change of time, really. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So what's your background then? Like, what did you study in university? My background is totally different. It's retail operations. Um, well, that's not that different, is it's it? It's not that different. But I always think like what I'm doing now and what I used to do, it's like, it's in a way it hel it's helping me what I've learned before. But then when you actually have your own business and you're confronted with totally new problems, you know, then you feel like, why have I not learned any of this before? Yeah. So what's your boyfriend's role in this? So he is the creative part of the business. So everything visually you see, um, I always say he's a genius. You know, he can really create amazing brands, um, amazing packaging. Yeah. Um, so he's the creative. Um, he used to be um, a copywriter in, a, in advertising agencies. Okay. Um, that's why the wording as well of the brand. Um, so he came up with all of that. And so everything you see really is coming. Right. From Chris. All right. So let's actually talk about the products. Yeah. Um, so they aren't loaded with gross chemicals. They are natural. So how do they actually work? Do they actually do anything or is it a placebo? So they actually work. That's um, what I've been saying before. The, pharmace the pharmaceutical industry of how we know it today has actually only been in place for about 100 years. And a lot of companies, um, the majority of compounds you find in chemical products nowadays are actually coming a copy, a synthetic copy of a plant, which is way cheaper to produce, obviously. So they actually work and there's lots and lots of studies behind plant extracts and vitamins and so on. It is really a question of unloading this knowledge of what herbal extracts are and how they work and making it accessible to people because the evidence you have of what plant extracts do and they don't do or what a pharmaceutical product does, there's loads of information how that can actually help you and how this works. A lot of our products as well have been in the market for really, really long and have been prescribed by doctors. Um, so we actually know for some of the products of clinical studies and we know how well they work. I see. Well, one of my favorite products that you do, although I don't like the taste, is the, um, <laughs> uh, like this spray that you, it helps oh, really you sleep. really? You don't like this, the I, taste? I don't know if maybe I like just brushed my teeth or something, <laughs> but I remember using, I was actually a little, I was, I was very hungover and jet lagged mm -hmm. and it was really quite a nightmare. I don't know what was going on in my life at that time, at that yeah. time but I was an absolute wreck. And I was also having a lot of trouble sleeping. I was like, oh my God, I have that spray. Yeah. The sleeping spray is really good. It's I've actually used it as well now for, it's really good for jet lag. What's in that stuff? So it is a combination of melatonin and herbal extracts, extracts which calm you down and relax you. So melatonin helps you to fall asleep faster and keeps you asleep. Whilst the herbal extracts, a lot of people who have problems sleeping, they are very anxious, they're very stressed, um, and that's why they cannot sleep. So the passion flower, for example, that's in there, it really relaxes you and it takes anxiety. So that that's, make, that's making the product really effective. What is melatonin? Melatonin is a hormone in our body. Mm -hmm. um, when you go to sleep, or when, when it's getting dark outside actually, your body produces that hormone, which makes you start feeling sleepy. Um, actually, that is a good advice. When people are in front of the computer at night, 
you have the blue rays and that decreases the production of melatonin. So a lot of people who cannot sleep at night, it's often because of that, um, right. because you stop the production of that hormone. So if you don't have enough of that hormones, um, sometimes you just cannot sleep. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of trouble sleeping and I heard that you should not be on your phone or your laptop yeah. for two hours before you fall asleep. Yeah, exactly, because of the decrease of the production of that hormone we're so addicted to our yeah, phones yeah but there's a good tip actually you can change it to red light your phone at a certain time oh. so it blocks the blues um the blue ones and you can just it's easier it works for me very okay, well i'm gonna try that um so what uh, oh i also want to talk about your other products so you have things for bloated tummies yeah. what else do you have let's kind of go through it so something for a cactus throat is like it's an amazing spray which basically any kind of problem you have with your throat pain or you cannot swallow whatsoever it really it's antibacterial and it's helping your your throat really or your immune system to recover and at the same time it makes it easier for you to swallow um, it soothes the throat and it's really good for any kind of problem you have. Yeah. I actually saw on your Instagram stories that you were doing these little ampoules. Yeah. What is that for? So that is something... So the form we have of each product is different depending on what's best to target the problem. So the vials or the ampoules, um, we've been using them in, in the company for, I think, like almost 40 years now. And when we first started with that... Um, like the new brand we were like should we keep this is this or should we change it you know people might think this is weird i love ampoules um, but yes yeah. whenever i use one on the internet people are like aren't you gonna get glass yeah, everywhere yeah. and yeah, we people get are really freaked out by yeah. them people ask that a lot and it's very common in portugal and in spain and in france um but not very much in the uk yeah. or the us um, it's really safe. We've been using it. We've never had a problem of people saying, oh, I was drinking the glass or whatever. Yeah. It breaks perfectly normally if you do it right. Yeah. Um, it's just a good way to keep the liquid. Um, it's like wine. You don't want to buy wine in a plastic bottle. It's good for the taste, for the nutrients to stay alive. It's way better to have glass. Um, and on top in liquids, you can have more active compounds than in a pill. So a lot of the products where we have vials or the ampoules, the dosages of the um, ingredients are much higher. And do you just take it like a shot? Yes, you take it like a shot or you can really blend it into anything. You can blend it, um, you can mix it with water, put it in your porridge. I do that a lot actually with the immunity ampoule um, or in a juice, whatever you feel like. So and one question that we got a lot when I said I was going to do this podcast is, do you have to be a super healthy person to use your products? No. Um, do you get that a lot? Yes. And it's, it's a funny question because something is not a line for super healthy people. Um, it's made for people who acknowledge that they have a busy lifestyle and they want to enjoy life as well. And they want to eat cheese and they want to drink. Do you eat cheese? Yes, I love cheese way too much. <laughs> I don't believe it. I do. I, <laughs> every, all my close friends, they know, like, they can get me with the cheese. <laughs> um, no, it's really made for the excesses of modern life, how we normally say. It's really to balance out whatever you, not did wrong, but where you yeah, just like we're improve. living on the ex Exactly. It's to improve. Okay. So this is a call-in show and we got so many questions. Hello? Hi, Este. I have a question regarding being a vegetarian um, and if I should be taking supplements. So I have been um, pescatarian, so I do eat fish occasionally uh, for about six years now. 
and I hear lots of things online um, saying that I should be supplementing um, my diet because I'm not able to get it through a plant-based diet so I should be taking um, magnesium and upping my protein through protein shakes um, so just wondering if you think supplements are a good idea if so which ones um, and yeah just general advice on somebody who is a vegetarian thank you whenever we get those questions i really advise anyone to not go onto the internet and read what other people recommend or what what's just going on there um there's not a general rule that someone should take supplements. I think it's important that you get a blood test done um, to find out what you're deficient and try to replace what you're deficient in with diet or change of diet. Um, if that doesn't work, then yes, you should take supplements, but I would always recommend everyone check your blood. You can find out everything, what you're deficient and then take it from there, but don't randomly buy supplements and think, oh, it's going to be a miracle. I'm going to be better. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's actually a good point. So is a blood test kind of the first thing that somebody should do? Because I am on a journey to sort out my gut health right yeah, now yeah. because I have a lot of issues that I do not need to be discussing. Yeah. But it's like, like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. So blood yeah. test. Yeah. I would definitely start with a test and the way you feel. I think what I've learned is the way you feel and your body feels tells you a lot of what's going on and what you might be lacking. And I think what I'm doing, I always take blood tests regularly to check, am I, right? am I eating right? Um, am I missing something? And, and then I'm taking it from there. So yeah, testing is really an important and step. what did they test for so you just go to the doctor and say i want a blood test i would go to a naturopath um or a nutritionist you trust and they will normally start with that process I a see. doctor might not start there um, right. but yeah a naturopath or nutritionist they will normally tell you to start with a blood test. okay that's a really good tip so here is our next question Hi, Estee. Um, my name's Carson. I'm from Long Island, New York. I'm 25 years old. And I just finished binge watching, uh, binge listening to all of your uh, podcasts. So I'm really excited that you have another one coming up. Um, my question is, I've been experiencing like poor digestion and digestion problems. I don't want to get too TMI. But I was wondering um, what the recommendations would be for how to maybe change my diet to improve or I have also heard that celery juice and juicing can improve it so I wanted to know um, the opinion on how real that is. Thanks. So honestly I think there's a lot of trends that are coming and that they're going. Celery is great so are beetroots and um, carrots it's all great and um, you can make juice out of all of that yeah and um, there's not one miracle ingredient that will change your life or change your diet just because you start drinking celery juice every day my opinion on all these things is it's all a question of trends and i think the foundation of your life and your um, lifestyle should really be your diet mm -hmm. um, and from there that's where you start that's where you should start making changes. It needs to be something holistic, something that you can stick to for a long time. There's not like a crash diet or crash course you can take and you're going to be a better person. Have you always kind of had a well-balanced, healthy diet or have you ever experienced any problems like this? Um, 
I don't have a problem really. Um, I feel like I know my body very well. Um, I know what I react to, what's not good for me. I can see it in my skin. I can feel it in, I can see it in how I feel. And um, whenever I don't eat right, especially Christmas is like my oh, worst Oh, Christmas was a nightmare. <gasps> yeah, exactly. Um, and I can feel that afterwards and I know where it's coming from. Um, I'm very lucky that my mom raised me very healthy, I would say. Um, she really educated me about eating the right foods and what's important and what I should not be eating. Um, and that has helped me a lot. Where did you grow up? In Germany. Oh, in German, Germany. Yeah. Okay. And then you went to London for school. That's right. Yeah. I moved to London for university. Right. And then I moved to China. With your man. Yes. With my man. Wow. Imagine if you guys never met, what would you be doing? Your whole like career, right? Current career is... Totally. Uh, to be honest, I think I would have ended up in that space anyway, because mm -hmm. I'm super passionate about it. Um, me moving to Lisbon um, for BioProlapse was because I was super passionate about it. and at that time everyone would be like oh my god you're quitting your day job you know like the one that pays money what was your day job so I was working for Karen Millen oh. in retail operations okay um you're quitting your job to move to Lisbon to Portugal who even would go there to work right it's like <laughs> an amazing place but um, I love Lisbon oh, it's amazing yeah um to do something that is very uncertain um but for me it was like a no-brainer because I'm super passionate about health yeah. and what can be done in that that atmosphere really well I mean I can say that I grew up in a totally different situation to you I did not grow up eating healthy I was raised on fast food mm -hmm. my mom was like single mom didn't cook didn't really, I don't know. She just like didn't really um, teach us about that. So then when I moved to England and I moved in with my ex-boyfriend, he was like, wait a minute, you can't just eat chicken nuggets every day. Yeah, yeah. And that was when I was 19. And so really, I feel like my food journey kind of started then, but I was really adverse to it. But now yeah. I'm getting older and my body is shutting down. <laughs> <laughs> Mine as well. <laughs> like, I really notice a difference in how fast I can bounce back from things, yeah. how certain foods really do not sit well with me. Yeah, yeah. And it is a really intense journey of self-discovery. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's really a self-discovery thing. You learn how your body reacts to food, which is great. I feel like the older I get, the more I know my, about myself and my body, yeah. which is amazing. And I think it's something that's super important for people like this educational part when you're younger as well to really understand the importance of your diet. Absolutely. But there's also so many things floating around. Like, should I just stop eating gluten? Should I stop yeah. eating dairy? Yeah. Like, I literally do not even know where to begin. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, the thing with gluten and with bread is I'm German. I, I absolutely love it. <laughs> um, I don't eat it nonstop and I will feel better. I will be really bloated when yeah. I eat bread every day, three times a day. I can tell it's not good. So I try to restrict it in a way that I don't eat it every day. Um, but at the same time, I think it's not about punishing yourself. And if you like something, you have it. Yeah. Um, just not all the time. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite little phrases is everything in moderation, including exactly. moderation itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a good one. Okay. So we have a couple written in questions. Um, this question is mostly talking about probiotics. Mm -hmm. um, basically, this person had 
some gut and intestinal issues. Um, she's got IBS and she is lactose intolerant and she wants to know about probiotics. Do you know about probiotics? Because I hear probiotics all the time and I don't know if I should be taking them or not taking them and what's probiotic and prebiotic? Um, probiotics are great. Um, they are super important, um, prebiotics as well. Um, it's the foundation of your health, really. They're sitting in your gut. And if your gut is unbalanced, um, if you don't have enough probiotics or bacteria in your gut, um, it ha can have several results. You cannot absorb food very well and nutrition. It can affect your skin. It can affect your immune system, your happiness. Um, it's it can affect your happiness? Yes, there's a brain-gut how they call it um, and it has been studied intensively and so the effect of your diet can actually make people depressed. So how do you test your guts? There are several tests you can do it's basically you poo yeah. and then they test it and they tell you what's going on in your gut and so how you, you literally have to yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and give them your sample yeah. Yeah. and they do some testing. They do I testing. do not want that job. No, me <laughs> neither. But it's a great way. Again, yeah. it's testing and you will find out what's going on in your gut and if you need something, you know, yeah. um, which is a great thing. In general, I can say probiotics are amazing and a lot of people just don't have a balanced gut. Yeah. Um, so for them, it really helps a lot of people with a lot of issues. So where do you go to give this sample? Um, is this again to a nutritionist? There's, um, you can go to a nutritionist, but there's already a lot of online um, companies where you can basically poo at home and send it to them. You which mail is even it in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What if you go to the post office and they're like, what's inside this package? And you have to be like, it's actually my shit. Maybe I would, I actually might not do, would not do that. <laughs> but okay, I'm going to look into that because I really do think that I want to do it. So quick fix, basically the something range at the moment, a lot of the products are a fix. Um, that's really what we wanted to create with, with the something range. It's an alternative to, I don't know, Tums or Rennie, um, a natural fix really. Um, so we do have that, um, but that applies to problems you have. We don't have something for pain yet. Okay. It's something... I'm super into because I'm absolutely anti-painkillers, especially when people use them, obviously, excessively. What's in a painkiller? Like, how bad are they for your body? It's not bad if you take it, like, once, you know, but a lot of people are addicted. Mm. And I think especially here in the U.S., um, it's totally overconsumed. Um, and people are not, they have no more limit to what kind of pain they can take or not. People might take a painkiller if they burn themselves, like yeah. lightly. For real? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's all kinds of weird things going on. And so it's not bad to take a painkiller every now and then. But I think just the sensitivity of like when and when not, it cannot be kind of become part of your daily routine. Yeah. And that's when, when it becomes bad. So I get a lot of headaches. What should I do? Drink more, maybe. Drink more alcohol. <laughs> Does it help you? <laughs> I'm joking. No, I've actually, um, I've kind of stopped drinking a little bit. Like I said, my body is shutting down. There's something in my body right now that's like, girl, you've been pushing it real hard. I travel a lot. Yeah. I am always on the go. And now I'm really in a phase of trying to just slow it down yeah. and figure it out. I think that 
the drinking part is really interesting. So when I moved to Lisbon, um, of course, Portugal, you drink all the time. It's just part of the, the lifestyle, really. So I was like, yeah, great. Give me all the wine. And after some time, I was like, hang on. Yeah. I just cannot focus all anymore in general of, uh, with work. And I feel as well, the older I get, you know, for me, it's much harder to process alcohol. That's how I feel. Um, so I've really kind of started to drink less as well. Yeah. It's not that I'm like a crazy drinker, but I like to drink a glass of wine yeah. every now and then. But I can really feel now the difference and I'm trying as well to, to limit it. And it makes you feel better, right? It does, but there's so much social pressure around yeah. it. Like yeah. if I want to go out with my friends and I choose not to drink, and I remember because I didn't drink for so long and that's why I... Th so basically I didn't drink for eight years, like mm -hmm. seven or eight years. I had no alcohol yeah. at all ever. Wow. Um, and I remember that's why I stopped going out because I would go out and I'd be like, Oh, can I just get a, I don't know, water or something like that. And my friends would be like, what do you mean? You're not going to drink anything. So it is so yeah. kind of awkward to go out, you know, and everybody's drinking and you're not. It is. And It's true with the social pressure. Yeah. People look at you and think like, why is she not drinking? Um, it's very normal in our society that you just drink all the time. But I feel there's a big movement now. There's yeah. a lot of companies starting out to make cocktails without alcohol right. and, and drinks. So I think this whole movement is starting. And yeah. I think in a couple of years it will be really normal but i do really love wine yeah me too totally. oh my god wine uh, cheese and some bread it's and like some the grapes. perfect yeah. yes that sounds amazing um so i want to talk about beauty um do mm. you, does do you see your products as more of a healthcare product or is yeah. it in the beauty space or what like because it fits into so many different categories i think people normally put us into like the wellness space um which is linked to the beauty space um But we are really not a beauty brand or a wellness brand. We don't do vitamins. We don't do daily supplements. We really try to solve problems. We wanna, we wanna create alternative products that really are the alternative for companies like Pfizer, um, but in a natural way. And so we are really much more on the um, healthcare side than the beauty side. And they're saying all of that, a lot of beauty issues are coming from a health problem you might have. So this is all linked. There's not one side or the other. And I think it's important that there will be something that is much more holistic that brings it all together. Yeah. What role does social media play in your company? Social media, <laughs> it's a funny one. Um, like how do people mostly hear about your products? People, um, yeah, I would, I would say through influencers, we through press a lot and through recommendation a lot. We have a lot of clients who come via other clients. So that is super important as well. Yeah, it's very giftable. Yes, like Christmas is always like a big season for yeah, us. Yeah, it's amazing. So say somebody wants to do a detox. Yeah. What do you think of detoxes? So detoxes are good, um, even though people start hating it. But I think it's something good. It's something that... Ayurveda, for example, has been practicing for centuries and um, there's nothing wrong with it. I think there's something wrong with the concept or what people or companies have created. Um, so eating shit all the time and then saying, hey, now I'm not going to eat for like two days or three days and do a detox. Um, that's not going to work. That's not going to change your life. Um, I think it's a it needs to be a holistic process and you need to understand that you're diet and your lifestyle needs to be right and detoxes can basically help you to really give your body a restart mm -hmm. that's how I see it to help your organs work better again especially after periods when you've just 
had too much of everything really especially like Christmas after holidays whatever yeah. you had going on um, so it's really for me uh, a start to give your body a new start and especially you help your organs to work better so I have two questions about that yeah. number one is sugar as bad as they say it is I think the overconsumption of sugar is really, really bad. Um, sugar is really addictive and the way it works in your brain, it's similar to cocaine. Um, so that is true. I think it's worse than cocaine. It is. Because no, it's I've everywhere all it. the time. I mean, maybe I'm going to the wrong parties, but no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, sugar is, it's very intense. It's, it's intense. And when you start eating, for me, normally when I start eating sweets, I want them every day. It's very hard to break the cycle again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is bad and it makes you addicted to it. Yeah. Um, so it's better to not even really, especially refined sugar, to not really get into it. Okay. And then back to the detox. I want, I'm flying back to London and when I get home, I, I need a detox. Yeah. I've never really done one successfully. Okay. What do I, what should I do? What kind of, what are you looking for? How do you feel or why do you feel like doing a well, detox? Basically, I'm on this journey of figuring out what's going on in my mm -hmm. body and I really need to get it together. Like I've been eating way too many processed foods. I've been eating a lot of dairy, a lot of sugar and just, I don't know, I just feel really sluggish. Yeah. So yeah. I need to kind of reevaluate the way I'm eating. So what I would do, well, obviously I would take my product, something for a <laughs> detox week. <laughs> That's what I what always is, do. So what is that? Is that the shot? Yeah, okay. something for detox week. It's a seven day program um, to help your organs get rid of whatever's in your body that makes you feel sluggish, that makes you feel tired, that makes your skin look pale and I don't know, not healthy. Yeah. Um, but the way it works, it works with your organs um, and supports their functioning. Um, especially the organs that are involved in your detoxification, like your liver, the gallbladder, your intestines, um, your digestive tract. Um, it helps to break down foods better, to absorb nutrition better, to clean your liver. Um, so it's a really good program. I can always feel an effect straight away. What is super important is that when you do that for seven days, that you eat right as well. If you if you drink loads and you just eat cake all day and then you take an ampoule, that's not going to help. Then mm -hmm. you might just not do it. So this seven-day program that you guys have, you do it while you're eating other foods? Yes, I take it with food. Of course, it's super important. I never starve myself. I never stop eating. I just eat the right things. Um, right. So I combine it with a healthy diet, really. I see. And do you take it in the morning or the evening? or does You it take matter? it in the morning. Okay. So I, you can mix that actually in porridge. It's really nice. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could be interested in trying that. Okay, and speaking of detoxes, what do you think about social media detoxes? Oh, I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think social media has become, for me personally, I have to say, it makes you it makes you get anxious. It's like everyone is showing their best. It's just not the reality. No one shows the, what the reality is like. Um, every, you have this pressure that you need to be perfect and you need to be better and in all kinds of areas it's not just about your body or how you look I think as well in the whole ent entrepreneur world you know everyone is showing off how great they are but there's not really anyone or not the reality is just not shown so I think a detox sometimes is really amazing because it just tells you or shows you to stop it it's not the real world you are living here yeah I mean even sometimes when I hang out with my friends who don't live on the internet mm -hmm. 
first of all, I almost don't even know what to talk about yeah. because I'm like, wait, you live in the real world? Okay, yeah. that must be weird. <laughs> it grounds you. Yeah. The internet and social media is so amazing. My entire career yeah. depends on it. But it does. it's not real. It's not yeah. tangible. And it's very anxiety-inducing. Yeah. Like, yeah. exactly like you exactly. said. So, but I don't think it's enough to just, you know, turn your phone off at 6 p.m., and then get back on it at seven in the morning. You know what I mean? I don't think no. that's quite enough. No. Taking the weekend off your phone is like... It's hard. Huh? Oh my gosh. It's, like, it's so hard. No, I find myself checking my phone all the time. It's it's crazy. It has become such a huge part of our life. It's yeah. scary. I was on the subway the other day and I was looking around and everyone was on their phone and I was on my phone and I just had like a bit of a light bulb moment. And I was like, yeah. when did this even happen? Yeah. It just felt like overnight that everyone became obsessed with their phones. Yeah, totally. Everywhere. Yeah. All the time. What books or things have you watched that have really inspired your health, you know, journey? What is really... So number one, there's a book that I've read many, many years ago. It's called The China Study. Um, it's a study about... It's one of the largest human studies on nutrition and how it's linked to health and so on. It's amazing. I recommend everyone to read it. Um, and apart from that, I'm I'm a bit of a nerd. I love to read clinical studies oh my gosh. <laughs> and scientific papers. Um, <laughs> I think the whole... Starting with BioCall, they have teached me a lot and it was fascinating and I'm still learning a lot. Um, but really what I'm reading in my free time, scientific papers, when I have some time. It's, for me, there's nothing more fascinating than reading about how turmeric can heal, I don't know, any kind of problem really. Or how, how there's an alternative to pharmaceutical painkillers and what it could be. Um, just all these things, it's, it's just fascinating to find out. As somebody who travels so much, how can you combat against all the germs inside that plane? Um, so that is an interesting fact. I've been traveling so much as well and I got sick all the time and I was thinking, why am I always getting sick when I'm on the plane? So I started doing some research, asked some people and people normally think the reason you get sick is because of the you're stuck in a plane and there's so much bacteria going around and viruses and so on which of course it's true there's a lot of it's a small space with lots of people but the reason you actually are more likely to get sick is because the humidity in a plane is normally between 10 to 20% what's perfect for your body is 40 to 50% which means your skin stays moist your tissues in your mouth and your nose stay moist and a lot of your immune cells and immune cell defense is located in in the entrance of your nose and your mouth and when the humidity gets low, that dries out, which means your defense system is really weakened and it's very easy for bacteria and viruses to enter and to be transported throughout your body. And that's when you get sick. Why is the humidity so low? Um, because of the air pressure. Mm -hmm. um, it's just something, they don't put any moisture in the air really. It's could just they? dry air. I think they could. Yeah. I think that's something, it's an easy fix, I believe, but then I'm not an... You know, plain expert. <laughs> <laughs> so should you wear one of those masks on your face? Does that actually help? No, because you need to kind of keep it moist. So what I'm doing now whenever I fly, I use the cactus throat spray. Mm -hmm. um, and actually when I was flying to New York now, um, I sprayed it about three times. And 
normally what I really want to buy is like a nose spray, which yeah. is like keeps your nose um, moist, but right. I don't have it yet. But well, that's... You should make one. I know. It's like whenever I have a problem, I'm like, oh my God, I need that. <laughs> what about eye drops? Would you ever do eye drops? Yes, totally. Yeah. Especially when you look at your phone all the time yeah. or your laptop, you know, when you just like feel like, oh my God, my eyes are hurting. Totally. Oh my God. I could it's, think of like a, a million products exactly. for you guys. It's like literally it's <laughs> open end, you wow. know? Wow. What's your dream product to make that a natural painkiller that, that works that works it. as fast um as a pharmaceutical one okay well i definitely need to get those oh yeah totally okay <laughs> well so what's next for biocollabs so what's next for biocollabs we have lots of amazing new products um we are conquering the us as well um yeah. at the moment and we have yeah lots of amazing things coming up um and really the ultimate goal is to have the next generation of a pharmaceutical company where people don't just buy products but really learn about themselves um but yeah wow. more coming soon well i'm so happy to talk to you i was really excited about it because i love any sort of company that's disruptive you know it's really oh, so nice cool to, yeah. you guys should wear like big anarchist t-shirts or something like that <laughs> <laughs> so your instagram is at biocall underscore labs yes correct. all right well i encourage everyone to go check out the instagram as well as your website which is really easy to digest and you have a really interesting like about us section so the picture of on your website it's you your boyfriend and then uh chris parents okay his parents. Yeah, okay exactly cool. i wondered okay thank you christine thank you so much bye bye hope you enjoyed this episode. It was so fascinating talking to Christine as I'm personally going through a health journey right now and I'm trying to just figure out how I can feel more awake and just feel better in my body. Obviously we learned a lot about biocollabs but I also learned a lot about general health. If you like this episode or have any comments about it head over to my Instagram at estelalonde and leave a comment under the video for this episode. Make sure you come back next Wednesday for a brand new episode of On The Line.